0: Sacred Space on West Limerick One O Two.
1: So, welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space. As I said, my name is John Keeley. Joining the studio here by Anne Martina and Father Patrick Cahill's on the other end of the telephone. Uh, as I get said, uh, this is a very important feast for us all—a uh, feast that we all love, the Feast of Corpus Christi we all remember over the years especially Corpus Christi uh, possessions and so on and so forth but, and the meaning the whole meaning of Corpus Christi so Father Patrick would you mind kicking us off with a little start of a reflection please on Corpus Christi
2: no problem at all thank you uh, w- w- when you asked me to, to, to speak about this John initially I just thought wh- where do you start because it's, it's there's so much uh, involved in contempl- the contemplation of the Eucharist mm. one of my favourite Quotations from uh, from C.S. Lewis is that the the Blessed Sacrament, the Eucharist, uh, isn't a mystery to be understood, mm. mystery to be beheld. You know, yes. The idea of the Eucharist isn't that we sit down and try and work it out, and then once we've understood it, you know, then then we have it. Mm. Not really the way it works. Uh, it's always going to be mysterious. But I was thinking of of, of two particular things, on uh, just as I was preparing uh, what I'd say here. I was thinking of, if we think how, how churches are built, mm. uh, churches are built where everything points to the tabernacle, everything points to the Blessed Sacrament. Mm-hmm. So there are different ways of building churches, the different uh, architectural styles, you know, the the, the the Gothic style where churches are very narrow, thin and tall, uh, which the idea is that, that, that God is, is, is almighty, but somewhat kind of maybe far away, if you know what I mean.
3: Yeah. We, we, mm.
2: we, when you come into a church like that, you feel kind of small because the buildings are so tall Mm. um others then decided to build more kind of uh, elaborate baroque style lots of angels lots of clouds lots of frescoes so that the church reminds us of heaven yeah deliberately we come out of of the busyness or the ordinariness of of our world and we come into something which reminds us of of a different kind of life altogether yeah Mm. Uh, a life with god and all of these these things, and all of, whether they be the, say, the different architectural styles, the goal of them should be at least to point to the Blessed Sacrament, and point to this the central focus, the tabernacle. Why? Because this is the Holy of Holies. So we carry on this tradition, which which goes in fact even it predates Christianity. We continue this, this tradition of having a, a Holy of Holies. It's a Jewish tradition. This particular area of the temple or of the church where God resides, where heaven touches earth, you know? Mm. So this, this is why I think it's, just, it's so beautiful to reflect uh, upon the Eucharist, because it should leave us with a, a sense of awe, just kind of, to be, if I'm honest, gobsmacked, <laughs> yeah. at, at how, at the same time, enormous, and how small the Blessed Sacrament is. Like, the idea that uh, we can be in the presence of God who uh, looks like effectively a Pringle
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, <laughs> uh, mm.
2: how do you get your head around that? <laughs> <laughs> a white Pringle <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah.
2: There's, a, uh, there's an American speaker his name, his name is Chris Stefanik and he says trying to get the Eucharist into your mind is like trying to bite a wall <laughs>
3: <laughs> mm, mm,
2: mm. you can try but it's not going to get into your head not because the wall isn't there, not because it's not real Just we're not just not capable of taking it all in yeah creator of the universe, the guy who designed the atom, the guy who designed the sun, um, there he is in the blessed sacrament that we can receive him. I mean, it's, it's astounding. Absolutely astounding.
1: Yourself?
0: Uh, it's amazing how how Father Patrick has mentioned the word amazement and awe and all the rest because the spirit was obviously working because I saw a lovely piece. I was looking up um, one of the Eucharistic encyclicals Um, the other day and it said that Jesus brought about a mysterious oneness in time between the Easter Tridium uh, Good Friday and Easter Sunday when the Eucharist was instituted and the passage of the centuries and that thought should lead us to profound amazement and awe and gratitude
2: Mm.
0: and you know um, when you consider that we received the grace to enter heaven through the power of the Holy Eucharist you know we need the Eucharist for salvation and like I suppose the question to ask is like is this amazement filling our churches today mm. does it unfortunately the answer is no you know mm. and uh, in, like in a special way it should also fill our priests and our bishops and our cardinals you know this profound amazement and awe should fill the hearts of the priest as they celebrate mass and you know like us as par- parishioners the onus on us would, should be to pray that, that grace is given to the priest you know of our parish
3: mm.
0: priests we're looking in Abbeyfield we with more than one so and I mean it, like you can imagine the difference between being present at a mass when a priest really and truly believes that this is happening the consecration is what it is it, trans- mm. it, it transforms a Pringle to the body and blood of, of Christ and um, and that permeates down to the person in the last seat in the church mysteriously it does and it strengthens people's faith and you know it it lives with them for the week and i suppose really you know that's the call for us as ordinary parishioners who sits and kneels in our pews to pray for a deeper faith for our peace
3: Mm
1: I couldn't help but just uh, just before Father before Father Patrick comes back in again, I just couldn't help but but just be be stuck there by two words he used again: grace and awe. Mm-hmm. And I know Father used the word, you know the word awe too. And grace, to me anyway, is something that I need to be able to to, to help me with my spiritual life. Mm-hmm. And there's something maybe we all need, Father. Wouldn't that be right? Grace to be able to as best we can. Stand there in awe yeah. at Jesus in front of us.
2: Almost oh, definitely. I mean, like uh, as Saint Paul tells us, we're not capable of praying without the, the assistance of the Holy Spirit. So uh, this is the same with with uh, true love or appreciation of the Eucharist on our own. We're just we're not going to, to, to get our heads around it. But the, the Holy Spirit, the grace of God within us, can open our hearts to a, kind of, a, if you will, a, a spiritual understanding of of the Eucharist. Like, when we speak to children about it, hmm. say, like my like, boys and girls, here we have Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. So Jesus lives there in the spiky gold thing, which we call a monster.
3: Yeah,
2: kids look and go, ah, and that's yeah. it. You know, you know, you know, it's it's amazing. Like if you, you you say it clearly like that, you say this is Jesus, and 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 they believe it, and 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 their heart, their little hearts are just so open to mm-hmm. it. It's Amazing. But I remember. Um, reflecting upon how oh, I'm going to celebrate Mass when I was a seminarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in, in my priest retreat before my ordination. I was thinking, how, how do you get the balance right? Because on one side, you have you know you have people looking at you, you have the congregation looking at you,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but you're not really celebrating Mass as a kind of a showman so people have something to look at. Or There's something much more profound going on. Yeah. Because yes. what's, what's actually happening, even though we say it in the words at every Holy Mass, uh, living it can be kind of different. We say that we're offering this Lamb of God to God the Father. So we're offering the body of God the Son yes. to God the Father.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, mass. And I thought, how, how, do I, how can I do that effectively, or how can I keep that in mind? And I thought, if uh, i just imagined being out on a battlefield with, uh, with soldiers and watching a fellow soldier uh, fall in, 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 in the line of duty fall in battle and if I was charged with the responsibility of, of bringing him home to his family you know you'd um, you'd, you'd be travelling there maybe with, with the coffin in the back of the car you'd knock on the door of the, of the family home parents would come to the door what would you say would you kind of put on a certain kind of performance accent would you be kind of waving your hands in a particular manner no, you'd be in such awe in front of the parents for what these words are about to come out of your mouth.
3: Mm, yeah.
2: I, I, I offer you the body and blood of son uh, who died maybe for the protection of our country.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Or it's, it's it's this kind of spirit.
0: That's a great analogy now.
2: I, I try to celebrate Mass with. Yeah. They're talking to God the Father who has just lost his son. Yeah. Mm. It's not a performance, it's not a... Yeah how can I make this interesting for people? I'm not, No offence, but I'm not talking to the people. Yeah. I'm talking to God the Father.
3: Yeah.
2: The kind of oh, that sense of, of wonder and, and unworthiness. Again, it's a word that maybe isn't so popular anymore, it's kind of uh, to be humble or to, to, to not feel worthy, because maybe for a time people thought we're being maybe beaten down in, in, in the faith too much. But I feel... He can never be humble enough before the sacrament, before the Lord. If, if we really knew who God is, if we really knew who we, we wouldn't, we, we couldn't be anything but humble.
1: Yeah, and you know, you just mentioned there about that, uh, and, and I just couldn't help thinking, the word reverence came into my mind, you know. And maybe we'll ask a little touch at that, in that maybe sometimes, when, when people come into genuflect. Maybe sometimes we don't realize who we're genuflecting to. We're genuflecting to Jesus there Mm
3: -hmm.
1: in the Blessed Sacrament because Mm -hmm. Jesus is there within the tabernacle. Uh, Or or, or even passing the church sometimes, Jesus is in there. Mm
3: -hmm. And I think
1: sometimes we might think that we're only doing this because of rules and regulations. Mm -hmm. We're not doing that at all. So again, it's the grace we need, I suppose, to be able to understand that reference.
0: Yeah, and you know when we when I do the adoration with the children, the the first holy communion children, both the boys and the girls, and they're they're in two different schools and they're they're in the church at different times, mm. and when we come to the actual time of prostration with their heads bowed down to the ground, when they adore Jesus for just the two minutes, they say to me, oh, Martin, this is my favorite part. Mm. So mm. It, it's almost like that. It's 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 just. In innate in them just to adore Jesus, even though they don't understand it, yeah. but 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 they do. And you know, I suppose I, I, I read about uh, Philip the Apostle once once upon a time that some Greeks came to him to say, "We wish to see Jesus." Mm. And this request um resounds throughout the ages today. People want to see Jesus, mm. you know, and uh, men and women of our day and time, you know often ask unconsciously, They ask us believers not only to speak of christ but 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 like to show him to to them you know and like like that's our attempt to show him would be hopelessly inadequate if we ourselves had not first contemplated him either in adoration or at mass so we can't bring him to the marketplace if Mm. we if we Mm. don't participate in mass Mm. and if we don't and most importantly that we receive him worthily having been to confession if we have sinned especially with a mortal sin we have to go to confession and we have to do right one and you know and then we can bring him with us to the marketplace mm-hmm.
1: father patrick i was just thinking that how do we how do we bring that reverence back into our lives again for jesus in the blessed sacrament uh,
2: that's, that's a very good question it's, it's, it's difficult in a, in a way mm-hmm. You see, it, it all comes back to to the very simple reality of: Do we recognise? No, not so much what the Eucharist is, but who the Eucharist is. It's who. Martina said, if you come into a church and you do this kind of a oh half a trip kind of a thing, yeah, yeah, what did that actually mean in the first place? You see, often different um, liturgical movements, the different acts, the, the the whole Mass itself, very misunderstood. Why do we stand? Why do we sit? Inflaked, why do we bless ourselves? What does that mean? Why do people take off their hats uh, as, uh, for Mass, by uh, at least? Yep. These? If I know, if I recognize who God is, I mean, I can't, I can't but have reverence. The danger is, and it, it is a danger which uh, I, I see a lot um, in, in different churches or in different celebrations, maybe for schools or that, is to put everything but the Lord at the center of the Mass. Um, where you know we we come together and we celebrate our abilities, our musical talents. We celebrate our involvement. We celebrate the yeah. community. Mm. We're all involved. Um, you know, we've nineteen sacristans, fifty eucharistic ministers, yeah. all yeah. this kind of thing. So yeah. we're all involved. So we're an active and lively parish. It was mm. good.
0: Mm. That takes from the focus then.
2: Exactly. What 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 is the centre of it? Yeah. All? Like you know, centre of the, of the building of, of the church should be the tabernacle.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Of our lives.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Could be the Lord, because at the end of the day, the center of all of eternity is god mm-hmm. and, and like, I mean I heard someone very recently um preparing a mass for for leaving search students i'm not in the town here, so i'm not, I'm not incriminating anyone mm-hmm. but um but she said to me, Look, this mass it 's all about you it's all about you, whatever you want yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. no offense. <clears throat> Wonderful kids, they're wonderful students. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: The mass actually isn't all about them. Yeah. And the, even even at a wedding, at a wedding wedding ceremony, the, the wedding mass is not all about the couple. Mm. It's about the Lord. So the danger is like in order to try and keep everyone on board, present the Mass as something it's not.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: A celebration of us. A celebration mm-hmm. a celebration of our involvement, a celebration of our community. We come together maybe to thank the Lord for certain things but it's it's all our is central rather than the greatness of God and at times the, the differences can be subtle but mm-hmm. um, place the Lord at the centre of mass place the Lord at the centre of prayer not my intention
0: I suppose it's just uh, a reflection too on how self-centred our culture of today is mm-hmm. unless celebration is not is about us either mm-hmm. a married couple or <coughs> a student or whatever that we don't feel we don't get anything in inverted commas from the mass if we haven't been mentioned whatever it would be and I suppose we have to I suppose recognise as well that the real presence is widely challenged today and that that should really you know we should be deeply concerned mm-hmm. about that and like I suppose, Father Patrick, that would be something that you might be able to comment on, you know?
2: Yeah, well, in a way, Martina, I think sadly it's not challenged in the way that I think we've just kind of drifted into a, a, a holy bread mentality, if you like, without it being challenged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we, we've, 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 it's often the case that if you try to contemplate a mystery, you have two choices. Um, either you simplify the mystery, so you reduce the mystery so you can get it into your head. Yeah. Then it's no longer the mystery. That's right. Or you can accept the fact that uh, there are things you're not going to understand. It's like trying to explain how a television works to a three year old. You can say that there are little men and women inside and they do all the acting. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it works. We can say that that's down from heaven and blesses the bread. But that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, we, some might say, well, that's a bit harsh. That's very difficult to understand. or. or Maybe some might even say, well, where do you get off <laughs> using language like that?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. To, to what Jesus himself, and I think we, don't, we can't do this often enough, go back to what the Lord himself says about it. You know, when he says, you eat my flesh, drinks my blood, abides in me, and I in him. Mm-hmm. The disciples leave and say, this, this is hard, this is a hard thing. Who can listen to it? Mm-hmm you know some drew back and drew away from the Lord and, and didn't follow him anymore. and
0: he didn't run after them either
2: and yet, did he say lads I meant symbolically
3: yeah <laughs> no,
2: no, no he
0: didn't water it though no
1: you know you mentioned the Mass there a number of times there Father and um, again the, the focus and the, and the real point about Mass is that Jesus Jesus is there at the centre of the Mass offering himself to the Father yeah, t- through the priest. It's the
2: it's through the priest, yeah. Priest offers Jesus to
1: the Father. Yeah? yeah, We really haven't understood. We really haven't maybe given that the focus mm-hmm. that we should do. Really, sometimes it's well, I better go to mass because, or yeah, I, I might get an extra bit of whatever, you know. But the whole profound thing there, at the centre of the mass, is the priest offers Jesus. Maybe you can just reflect on that a little bit to us now. The the, the actual consecration
2: beforehand before the council the mass was called actually the holy sacrifice of the mass the holy sacrifice of the mass will be offered this was kind of mm-hmm. maybe that was considered a little bulky but if you ask generally people these days um, what the mass is about those who study a little might say well Eucharist means thanksgiving so the mass is about thanksgiving mm-hmm. it definitely is part of it mm-hmm. but the mass in, in at its core hasn't changed I mean you know, before or after the council then back to the, the apostle time it was still the very same it's, it's a sacrifice
3: mm-hmm.
2: take the element of sacrifice out of it Well, all sorts of things don't make any sense like the, 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 as I said before the, the idea of, of, of the lamb of God what's, what does that even mean You know, if, if we if, if mass isn't a sacrifice a language like that just makes no sense so we, we have two problems here number one uh, the, the, the if mass isn't a sacrifice then you don't need a priest
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: especially like this what priests did they offered sacrifice for the for the the, the, the people on behalf of the people the mass is, is just us coming together thanking god we'll sure need a priest for
3: mm-hmm.
2: oh i can thank god without a priest you no know? but the, the role of offering sacrifice that's priestly so um with mass isn't a sacrifice Secondly, that sacrifice is being offered for what? What's the, the need of the sacrifice? I mean, if we're going to Mass just to kind of thank God, well, again, I can thank Him at home. Mm. If, we're going to God, if we're going to Mass just to kind of pray for intentions, again, I can pray for things at home. Or, like even on a Sunday morning, probably a good thing for my family that I sleep in, because I'm like a bear if I don't.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's an act of mercy to my family. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah
2: again if we don't know what these things are for yeah. I, I, this is why we've lost my generation or many of them because what's mass for like
0: thank God for faith camps that's all I can say because Father Patrick is explaining all of this in, in, in an age appropriate way to my children and our, to our children in Abbeyfield we're so blessed
3: mm-hmm.
0: like he goes through this so beautifully with the children you know beautiful
2: yeah again see like if, if we get to the core of it then the sacrifice of mass is being offered for what my sins now here, here again we, we start touching on vocabulary that isn't so popular these days
3: Yeah.
2: Um, but if, if I don't sin I don't need God's help, I don't need His forgiveness I don't need His grace Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine actually without Him but is that the truth you see, do do we go through life without sinning mm-hmm. and of course sin is, is gauged by whose standards because we tend to set our own we say well I haven't killed anyone I'm not as bad as Hitler it seems that's the standard mm, yeah. all you have to do is not be as bad as Hitler <laughs> yeah. for grand yeah. Yeah. but is that the truth you see and yeah. again, it's up to me to, to dictate what truth is or isn't but what's the standard that the Lord and you know
1: like you just mentioned that and again those of us who are who are attending mass you know do we realise you know that Jesus died because of my sins I've actually contributed towards that, and maybe we've lost some of that too.
2: Uh, I think so. I mean, even for for me as a priest, it's it's a little detail that maybe a lot of people don't pick up on, but the priest asked for forgiveness during Mass uh, more than uh, the other circumstances, Mm. more than everyone else. Mm. After uh, praying, after reading the Gospel, he says, sometimes um, they they read it out loud, more often than not, it's said quietly, uh, by the words of the Holy Gospel, may my sins be blotted out. Yes when when he when, he, when the, at the purification and when he was, he's washing his hands again he's, he's asking for forgiveness mm-hmm. so the priest should be very aware even of his own sinfulness when celebrating mass mm-hmm. his own unworthiness uh, but again the, as you said though uh, the crucifixion the actual sacrifice of the mass was was, was caused by by me too by my lack of correspondence by my sin by my lack of love by my pride by my impurity by my like a faithfulness whatever it may be so
1: therefore I am there in awe at Jesus being sacrificed because of me
2: yes but uh, it's important I think it's, it's very important especially in this kind of post-conciliar uh, atmosphere now that we don't it's not about beating ourselves up I accept that so we, we, we kind of skip to the bottom line or, or the end of it you know sin has been defeated my death has been paid yes mm-hmm. But it's we shouldn't take it for granted no more than we should. Then we, we should take each other for granted, or You have
0: the sin of presumption, then, isn't it?
2: The debt has been paid. You know, like I know that my my mom will love me regardless of what I do. But because of that, uh, I, I I shouldn't refrain from calling her once a week. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know, I mean that would be a, a terrible attitude to have. Same with God. Um, he's not. Minding us constantly or kind of rubbing our nose in it look at all I did for ye look <laughs> yeah yeah.
1: he's not doing that
2: look, look what ye caused that's uh, well mass is still a celebration so it's a celebration of the holy sacrifice of mass yeah we're celebrating God's love for us we're celebrating the fact that now because of Christ we can get into heaven by death on its own uh, doesn't have the last word yeah mercy of God does
1: so just before I come to play the second piece of music what sort would you like to lead people with around this feast of Corpus Christi, just for the second part?
2: Well, I think during Holy Mass or during the Corpus Christi procession, if I and make both of them far more personal, during the Mass, the Lord is looking at you. And he has his gaze fixed upon you, his beloved son or his beloved daughter. He loves you. He loves you with an infinite love. He loves you with a self-sacrificial love. His love is proven not just by his, his words, not just by the Bible, not just by His creation, by the fact that His blood spilled for us. I stand before God with that sense of gratitude, that sense of awe, a deep sense of love and reverence for Him, then Corpus Christi will take on a whole new meaning for us.
1: Father, thank you for that. With that, we might go for a bit of music, a second bit of music before we join the gospel in part three. So the of music that I'd like to go with now is one that we all know, and maybe we might be, uh, be able to reflect on what Father just shared with us there as this is on. This is one, that, it, it's a beautiful piece of music. Our sacrament was holy, and this is by the Irish Philharmonic Chorus. So listen to this.
0: Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.